Hey y'all, it's Tina and I'm back again with another video. Let's get it. It's quick. Parents with teenage kids. I'm not even going to specify boys or girls. Parents with teenagers. Are you okay? The following video contains material that may be harmful or traumatizing to some viewers. buckets out of the water yes three five gallon buckets out of the water with some remains still inside and those remains now have been sent to the university of florida this is a case that has even some of the most seasoned investigators shaking their heads right behind me behind this house you can see that there are investigators on the scene using a sifter going through any ash or dust or anything in the back of this house where 15 year old seth jackson was killed it was a brutal murder and here's more on what we learned today Marion County Sheriff dive teams have located all three buckets believed to contain the remains of 15-year-old Seth Tyler Jackson. This is one of them. Investigators are searching this abandoned lime pit on State Road 40 in Ocala. The Bellevue teenager was killed inside this Summerfield home Sunday night. Friends have already set up a makeshift memorial for him. Deputies say Seth Jackson was beaten, shot multiple times, burned in a fire pit, then his remains were shoveled into three five-gallon paint containers. His family is devastated. I love the boy, and I, I truly miss him, and I really wish it wouldn't have happened to him. Six people, including two minors, were arrested and charged with murder, including Michael Bargo, who deputies say recruited the others to kill Jackson. I mean, there was obvious dis dislike between uh, Bargo and Seth Jackson. How they got to that point in their lives, that part I don't know. Some people that were mad at him over a girl, and... That's why all this took place. 15-year-old Amber Wright, who friends say was the victim's ex-girlfriend, was arrested, and so was 16-year-old Kyle Hooper. The original uh, report came in concerning Seth Jackson that he was either runaway or he was missing. Well, when that report hit the, uh, the media, the, the kid, uh, Kyle, mentioned to his mother, he's not missing. He's dead. Investigators say 37-year-old James Havens III was aware of the plan to kill the teenager. He allegedly assisted in the disposal of the victim's remains and gave the lead suspect, Michael Bargo, a ride to Stark to avoid capture. Honestly, I, they deserve to be in there, and I hope they never get out. Back here live outside an area now where you can see Marion County Sheriff's deputies and investigators sifting through whatever they can find. This is where the pit was, where they allegedly burned the body of this 15-year-old. Again, they're still searching for anything that may have been left behind. This tragic and true story comes out of a Summerfield, Florida in Marion County. A young man by the name of Seth Tyler Jackson lost his life at the age of 15 on April 17, 2011. According to Seth's mom, he was funny, outgoing, friendly, and he was very popular amongst the girls. When Seth was in the 10th grade, 15 years old, he got with a girl by the name of Amber Wright. And Amber was also popular, funny, friendly, outgoing, and she was a cheerleader. She was in the 10th grade also. Um, Amber is known to have smoked weed. Amber is also reported to have um, done meth. Amber snorted cocaine, and this is according to her in an interview that I saw online. Amber was not your average teenager. 
Amber did a lot of things that, you know, I would find to be, you know, if, I, if my 15-year-old was smoking weed and doing cocaine, I would have real problems in my life. We would be rehabbing it up. But anyway, that's how Amber carried it. I don't know what's going on with her parents or whatever. But Amber got with Seth, and for the three months that their relationship lasted, they seemed to genuinely really care about each other. He posted online how he loved her. He hung out with her and her brother, Kyle. Her brother, Kyle, was a year older than her, 16 years old. I think they had the same mother and different fathers. Not that that matters, but just giving you the information. But yeah, Seth was big on social media, so he posted up about hanging with her and her brother on the regular. He really, really, really loved her. He really, really, really loved her. He had no um, idea that this same girl was gonna be responsible for his life ending. So rest in peace to Seth's family and friends and loved ones. Here's Amber and her brother now. Kyle, like I said, was 15, um, 16 years old, just a year older than Amber. And Kyle, at first, did get along with Seth, and he enjoyed his sister having a relationship with him until the day that Kyle found out that Seth was sleeping with his ex-girlfriend. Like I said, Seth was popular with the girls. Girls was trying to holler on the regular. So apparently Seth had got with Kyle's ex-girlfriend. Kyle walked in wherever this happened at and he caught her in the bed with Seth. So Kyle had beef. Kyle had beef with, um, with Seth. Amber is not as faithful as we would like her to be with Seth. Amber starts talking to a guy named Mike Bargo and that's him right there. Mike is 18 years old, doesn't live with his parents. He's renting out a room in this girl's trailer in the town of Summerfield. So Mr. Thug Life, Mike, he is now in love with Amber and they're doing cocaine and they're smoking weed and they're doing um, all these things, meth and all this other stuff. I think that Amber was playing both of them. I think she was seeing Mike and she was also seeing Seth on the low low. You never know how things might end. That's why kids, you know, they're not old enough to really have discernment. That's a whole nother episode. I'm not even going to go there. Either which way it went, Amber was feeling Mike. She posted up on him on the regular on social media. She didn't really care. I don't think about how Seth felt about that. Eventually, Seth and Amber broke up because Amber wasn't emotionally available for Seth. Seth got heated about that. He took it to social media. He went in on her and her little boyfriend, and that did not make Amber happy. Amber was very upset that he was trying to trash her on social media. So she would respond back like, you know, you need to move on, you need to get out of here. If you're over it, then act like you're over it. Stuff like that. She responded to him on social media. So they had this huge online beef. And Amber wanted to make sure it was clear that she didn't give a damn. She was with Mike now, and whoop-de-whoop, sorry for you. That's how she felt towards Seth. Kyle, on the other hand, Kyle, her big brother, Kyle was pissed because he really loved the girl, the ex-girlfriend that he had. He was trying to get her back, I think. And when he found out that, you know, cute boy Seth got with his ex-girlfriend, Kyle was not, Kyle was not happy. He was not having it, and it's not over with. So they all got together. You got Justin Soto on the top left, Kyle in the top middle, and then Charlie Ely on the top right. It was her apartment, that's or the double wide. It was her address where... Um, Seth lost his life and then you got Amber on the bottom and you got Mike in the bottom middle and James Havens um, on the bottom right that was uh, Amber and Kyle's mother's boyfriend he 
had something to do with it. 37 years old, need to be smacked around for being so stupid. He should have called the cops. But anyway, yeah, these are the players. These are the people. These are the bad guys, or the Summerfield Six, as they became known. The plan was was for Amber to text Seth, get Seth to come over. Him and Amber and Charlie were supposed to text Seth, get Seth to come over. Once Seth came over, they were going to handle the rest, and they were going to take his life. That was the plan, and it was, uh, it was an event that um, they admitted to during their interrogations with the police. Everybody folded like a house of cards. They all ended up telling the truth about what happened. And um, what really hurts me, or what, what I find to be really tragic about this story, is that in the text messages, you can see that Seth kind of knew he knew he couldn't really trust her, but he went anyway. Cause she said, hey, my friend Charlie is coming with, I've been telling her everything in between me and you, and she's coming because I need her help through this. Is that okay? But don't tell anybody what's going on because I wanna make sure we can work things out before anybody knows. What? No, I am not, no, no. He should have known better. And then he wrote back to her. He said, what you mean? I mean, perfect question. But if you have to ask what you mean, you're not going, period. And then he said, Amber, if you have me jumped, I will never speak to you again. And she's like, I swear you're not, Seth. I would never do that to you. I just want to, you know, nonsense. That was the last time anybody heard from Seth when he showed up at the house. Fifteen-year-old Seth Jackson was lured to a home in Summerfield where he was beaten, shot, and his body burned. The remains put in paint cans. Four people have either already pleaded or convicted of murder in Marion County Court. Each is serving life in prison. Three are back in Marion County as possible witnesses. wasn't my intention. Um, and he told, um, all right, mm -hmm. well, Mike was talking about it. He's like, listen, he's like, I'll do it. And, and, and believe it or not, Amber wanted it done. Amber don't want nothing to do with him. Amber wanted him dead and gone. He deserved it. This thing in the head. Where was Seth when you had He was in the chair. Okay. And I hit him over the head with a stick. And it broke three times on him. I hit him and he stood up and when I broke it over his head three times, he stood up and then Roach come in um, and then he hit him with the stick, his stick and he was, and then he was trying to go through the kitchen and uh, Mike shot him in the back twice with a gun. Kyle hit Seth with a thing and I flew against the counter and I looked. Roach hit him with a stick too? Yeah. I didn't look at it. I was in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. 
and all I've seen was Seth fly and then Kyle Roach flew and Mike flew right behind him. And Charlie was like, come into the room, come into the room, come into the room. When Kyle hit him over the head, that's when we ran into the room because we didn't know where Mike was. Like, we thought he was in his room and obviously that's where he was, but like, we didn't know where he was with the gun. Okay. Um, and then he was still trying to go out. The, he was still trying to go out the front door, and Mike just kept on shooting him. I kept on telling Mike, I was like, "Stop it! Stop it! Let him go! Let him go!" Mike, and he just kept on shooting him. And he goes out. He goes out the. He goes out the house. I goes and got out of the way, and Mike pumped his ass. And Rose grabs him like this, and set up on the ground, and has him choked, and. Uh, I don't know what he did to his knee, but he kind of messed up his knee and he rolled, Roach rolled over. Who messed up his knee? Roach, okay. Soto. And he rolled over and Mike come up and shot him in the head and that's when it was over. Mike shoots him? How many times? It's like five times maybe, I guess. Right there on the spot? Yeah. Oh my God, man. And um, it comes back into it. And then uh, I was like, Mike's like, man, grab him, grab him. You gotta grab him, Kyle. We can't have him. Nobody, we gotta grab him. And I, and I was scared. I was freaking out. And I'm like, I, okay, okay, okay. And I grabbed him and I pulled him up the stairs. And, and grabbed who? Seth. I started pulling him up the stairs. Was Seth still alive? Partially, yeah. He okay, so he was still breathing at that time. He is partially still alive. I walked in the room with her, I was so shaken up, I'm staring at her, I'm crying, she's trying to hold me to stop crying, I'm about to puke from it all. And then, they got him in the house, and laid him on the floor. And then, um, they put him in the bath, and then, um, the put him in the bath, Rose come in, and he helped put him in the bathtub. I, like, Did grab, you help put Seth in the bathtub? Yeah, I like grabbed the one piece of him and like just put him in there, and then that just went out. And then when he was in the bathtub, he just, Mike kept on getting all psycho and pissed. He kept on punching him and, and shooting him. And I had to grab him like this to pull him back. And I told him to stop. I said, listen, you need to stop right now. And then I come in and then Mike's wanting to break it. I come in and Mike's trying to break his kneecaps to, you know, to put Is he dead at this time. point? Or is he yeah, still? he's completely dead. Who broke his legs and knees? I think Mike did it. And that's where Mike had his kneecap had his leg pulled out like this with like with some in his hand and some hard trying to break his kneecap how'd you get the scratch marks on your legs um fighting with that no i didn't there's some good still woods and stuff finding uh, firewood huh finding firewood yeah to burn up Seth. i guess yeah and then mike was like roach Get him in the bathroom. And then Charlie was like, Amber, don't walk out there. Don't walk out there. We don't need to see it. That's when Mike walked in the room with his gun in his hand. And he was like, I love you both, but if you say anything, I haven't heard your voice in years.
but my heart still has conversations with you every day. Grief hurts and nothing or no one can replace a loved one who's gone. It's an emptiness that doesn't go away. Rest in peace, Seth Jackson. Condolences to the Jackson family and all of his loved ones. Please like, subscribe, and share. Bye.